Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BT and Sounds. The brand's in Tierney. Sal Licata Show here. Yeah, somebody's going to be saying this. This is how we do it. Here's the contract. I used to love this song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Here's the pen. This is how you do it. Sign it. Yama Sign it. Soto, BT. Yama now. Soto later. Uh-huh. Dude, all kidding aside, it could happen. And if it does. You mean with the Mets? Yeah. Of course it could. It would flip could this town upside down. Would it not? I paint a real scenario where go, the Mets get ahead. Yamamoto this year. I'm going to close my eyes and listen to this. I want, I want to be completely objective. This is fun. It, it could happen. Anyway. There are obviously multiple scenarios here. Go ahead. But one of them could be that next week, King Cohen and the New York Mets announced the signing of Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He mm-hmm. is coming to the Mets. Instead of the Yankees, Mets beat out the Yankees. Win number one. Okay. Yama with the Mets. Scenario number two, or scenario number one, but part number two, Juan Soto goes out there, has a terrific year with the Yankees this year. Yankees light it up. They get in the postseason. Whatever the results may be, Juan Soto hits free agency. And he wants to go back to the National League. He prefers the Mets to the Yankees. And King Cohen gives him, whatever, $500 million. Okay. And then the Mets have Yama Soto. That actually could happen. Mm-hmm. Because of King Cohen, I could make this fantasy a real thought. Mm-hmm. You're not buying that? I'm not completely refuting it. Let me be That's very, all I need. Yeah, let me be very me a little clear. opening. No, I mean, listen, come on. When it's time and to we'll give you an honest right answer, yeah, I'm going to always give you an honest answer. You know, I'm not going to shoot that down entirely, but I also have an option. Okay. Because I come with options as well. Okay. Option number three. Yeah. You don't get Yamamoto. He goes to the Yankees. Soto hits 306 with an OPS of almost 1,100. God. And is basically the best addition the Yankees have ever made. And he re-signs with the Yankees. And as a result, maybe in the middle of the year, the Mets, or maybe even in a month, get a little nervous and like, we didn't get Yamamoto. We didn't get Soto. Let's overpay for Pete Alonso to placate our fans and you do something that would actually be not good. I'm not going to get into the Alonso part of it, although, by the way, did you hear the news on that one that uh, there there have been no talks of an extension? Like, at some point, are people going to stop asking? It's not happening. <laughs> like, how many times does Stearns have to say it? How many reports do you need to know that they're not going to extend Pete Alonso? Everybody is saying it. He will hit free agency, then they will bring him back. But... The other part of your equation is very viable and realistic. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Mets are going to get him. But could the Yankees get Yamamoto? Certainly. Could they have Soto dominate this year and then lock him up long term? Of course they could. In that case, the Yankees would be back. That would be the evil empire. And, you know, hopefully it just wouldn't end with the Yankees winning a World Series. But 
Yeah, that could happen too. The 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 peak for the Mets is great, and the drop is significant as well. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Yankees, the peak is yeah they get Yamamoto, they extend Soto, they go out there and win a World Series or multiple World Series, whatever, and the Mets are left with crumbs and, and trying to build themselves back up again. So you could have the highest of highs for the Yankees or the lowest of lows if they lose Yamamoto and then Soto in the offseason to the Mets. Well, I mean that would that would change a lot. But I that's mean, what I, makes it so fun. I, like the, I get it. There's a lot of dominoes. You know, the first one fell in favor of the Yankees. I believe the second one will fall in favor of the Yankees, but until it falls, it hasn't fallen yet. I get it. Uh Nick in North Jersey, BT and Sal. What's going on, Nick? Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the show. Thanks, buddy. What's up? Uh Sal. Yeah. I love you. But, but yeah. You know what you sound like to me? You sound like a scared little boy that's trying to talk himself into mm-hmm. Steve Cohen bringing Yamamoto in. When in reality, this time next week, it'll be Yamamoto in the Bronx, baby! <laughs> Let's go! It sounds like you. Well done, Nick. I got to give him credit. That sounds well like done. you. Although one of you was enough, That's quite I was frankly. Going I was going for his uh, Jerry Seinfeld voice. You know, you, well, you did a good job, Nick. I got to be honest. You did there a good you job. Go, Nick. Nice. Maybe next week you could bring props to the uh, to the call here. Maybe. You know what I mean? Voice changes. <laughs> you know, maybe. Listen, gonna make Sal feel a little uncomfortable. Maybe Nick is on to something, and thank you for the call, Thanks, Nick. Nick. Maybe he's on to something, BT. You have asked me this, or not really asked me, but you've hinted at it, you know, last, I guess earlier in the week, certainly yesterday, if I'm saying this because deep down I am scared because deep down I know that the chances are Yamamoto is going to go to the Yankees. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about it. And while I do think that, you know, I believe in Steve, of course, I I do read the reports and I do feel the same as a lot of us. Have you seen the pictures with the Yankee hat that Yamamoto has in the past? I mean, just me. No, that he had. I didn't uh, see that. Many times it's been photographed with the Yankee cap. Keep going. And anytime it's been Mets versus Yankees, like legit, anytime Mets versus Yankees, the Yankees win every every time. They don't do it too often head to head, but, you know. I'm talking about the big, you know, the World Series. Oh, I got you. It's just the Yankees always, there's never been a, hey, the Mets are going to one up them, Mm -hmm. other than getting to the World Series more recently, which is the only thing I keep going back to, as you well know. Yeah. So deep down, like honestly, do I think the Yankees have better chance of getting Yamamoto than the Mets? Hell <laughs> no! Oh my God. King Cohen will not let us down, BT! Oh. <laughs> Jesus, please. Just sign somewhere at some point, please. I can't, I can't keep hearing this every day. These empty yells. Ooh, I honestly do don't believe that you believe that he's going to the Mets. See, I, I, I know, honestly that's why don't. I, had to I, say I, this I really you. don't. I and again, I appreciate the resistance. And until it's done, it ain't done. I get that. You got to keep going. But I just, it feels contrived. The hope, the the at least the belief, <sighs> doesn't feel authentic. Takes one to know one. <laughs> oh, kill him! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, trust me, I know. That's why. That's maybe that's why I, I can identify it. Maybe, maybe I'm so caught up in this that I don't even see it myself. You know what it is, and I'm not even going to say it's a misstep because if I were you, I think I'd be doing the same thing. But I'll use the word misstep now. But I don't really believe right. it is one. The only misstep that you've made in this entire equation is that you've made it personal. You've made it Yankees versus Mets. Mm. Which well, they, it is Yankees well, versus Mets. Uh, uh, right. Understood. Right. So it, it 
it's good for the show, and I know that you believe it because you, right. it is pretty much Yankees right. bets. But I'm focusing on the Yankees rebuilding. You're focusing on the Mets getting Yamamoto to make sure the Yankees don't get him. I think the Yankees are infiltrating you a lot more than the Mets are even remotely in my space I agree. with Yamamoto. I agree with that to a certain extent, but it plays back to, remember the day you were off and you said you were listening to me and I did the yes. I did the Yamamoto show? I do. That was a couple months ago. I did. Yeah. Now yeah, I had that, doctors, yeah. That was before we knew how serious the Yankees were involved. That was before. I still thought he was going to be a Met at that point. Right. I always thought that early. And and my whole thing was the Mets need this guy. Mm. And that has only grown even greater knowing that now the Yankees really want him as well. Because my whole point was not about this year, but the big picture. Mm-hmm. For ha- to have King Cohen miss out on a guy that he wants, it can't happen, not to the Yankees. And now the reports, well, you know, he, he's intrigued by the pinstripes, so the Yankees are saving the number. It feels like the Yankees want him. So all of those things make it even more important for King Cohen to get him and more front and center Mets versus Yankees for him. So while it is a fun Met-Yankee dynamic, and we could obviously keep the Yankees separate from what the Mets need to do, mm-hmm. this is direct combat here. Head-to-head, Mets versus Yankees for Yamamoto. Really, first time since 2000 where it's been this head-to-head, this aggressive, this revealing, at least from the Mets' point of view, and this important. And to be fair to the Yankees, if they lose out on Yamamoto, they're still going to be okay. Like, it's well, not, they're going to pivot. They'll, they'll get that's a, a I mean. Snell or a Monka, but I, I want right. Yamamoto. I still don't think they're the evil empire if they lose out on Yamamoto, specifically to the Mets. Like, no, that's just, I hear you. It changes the dynamic. It dents the perception. I, I but, understand that. But the other way around kills the Mets. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. how can I say King Cohen if they lose out on a guy that he desperately wanted yep. with more money? How, if he loses them to the Yankees, how could you have that? So, you can't. Unfor- unfortunately for Met fan, you can't because up until this point, the basis of the belief in Cohen has been, and we've seen examples, so it's not like it's a blind faith right. where he's just going to spend and he's going to try to do right by you. And if you do, if you have the most money, which you do, and you don't get him, that's going to be that's going to be tough, buddy. <laughs> well, hopefully we tough. don't have to worry about that. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> that's that's going to be a shot. Pat's in Manhattan. What's going on, Pat? How are you? BT and Sal. Hey, Brandon and Sal. Sal, I want you to know you're you're on a you have the potential of having a three year uh, losing streak here. Um, I recall two years ago you said the Mets were a lock to win the NL East. Yes, uh, failure. No, I didn't lost. say. I didn't say. That. I said the NL East is over. Yes, and last year it was before the season. Mary Buckness. Mm. How did that end? Well, up? that was like That's three years ago two. when they hired Buck. That's number two. Oh, the Grinch and came then, and now this seats. year we have King Cohen, which yeah. is a continuation. Okay, so you don't get Yamamoto when the Yankees get him. That's 0 for 3. So you would have a three-year losing streak there. Correct. Now, the, the year of the Yankee, the I'm Mets due, baby. 101. I'm due for a dollar. <laughs> he betting slips. <laughs> Very similar. And Sal, Sal, I want you to know your fallback position <laughs> about, you know, your owner wants sustained success. Yes. I know the the Yankees last time they won a World Series and appeared in a World Series was 2009. But if you take a look at the period of time since that World Series win, the Yankees have had much more sustained success than the New York Metropolitans, despite the fact that they 
Not All right. Even, no, it's so not that, even close. That's, what, that's what your owner is striving Correct. for. Correct. We do it. You, you're exactly right. The Yankee right. aberration. Yeah, Sal, Sal, the Yankee aberration was last year. Correct. The Yankees always win over 90 games. No, correct. I, by no, the no, way, but, but, I but also, Pat, Pat, nobody's disputing yeah. that. And by the way, you have to give the Yankees credit because the first time, and I was right for saying the Yankees are going in the wrong direction. They were. But the first time they start to slide in the wrong direction – they try to right the ship, and they go out there and get Juan freaking Soto. But nobody's disputing what you're saying. You were factually correct. Yankees have had sustained success, more so than anybody. But they haven't had the ultimate success, which is what their standards are. Here's one difference, though, all right? And, you know, last year's from the standings statistically was absolutely an aberration for the Yankees, no question. But the difference, and listen, you get Soto, you do some other stuff. We all expect the Yankees to be right there this year. But the division's changed. I mean, that, that has to be incorporated. You know, you play the Orioles 19 times back when you played nine. You go 17-2. Uh, Toronto, most years, were inept. They had no starting staff. You just fatten up your numbers there. You know, the Red Sox were, were obviously always there. And even during a lot of the Yankees' early existence, like their main run with Torrey and Jeets and, and O'Neal and Tino and those guys and Moe and everybody, and they were the devil race. They were horrendous. So things have changed a lot. Now, the Yankees have seemingly gone back to a more aggressive mindset, but, you know, when when they were dismantling baseball, they had two things going for them. They outspent, they outspent everybody. The finances, By a lot. The, the, the finances have now leveled, so that's been offset. They outspent everybody, and the other teams, based on that, that massive gap financially, were just laden with AAA players. It wasn't even close, and it's no longer like that. And the other thing is the postseason formats change. That too. Where it becomes more difficult, even yeah. though you're in every year, it still becomes more difficult now That's to get point. through with more teams. That is true. CJ Massapequa, CJ with BT and Sal. What's happening, CJ? How we doing, boys? Good. Great show. Love it. The, um, Thank you. So I think we're missing something here. How would I Senga? King Cohen, of course, with the money. Got Kodai Senga, who did great assimilation to the program with the, with the Mets, coming over a different pitching mound, different ball size, different scenes, et cetera. Arguably rookie of the year, although he was older. And then I would say that, like, we just need to talk about how the camaraderie of the Japanese players. Also, the Yankees' pitch is purely based off of offensive players. We got a pitcher who did it, crushed it, nailed it. Let's go Mets, King Cohen, and then I'll just say that I told Hop I wouldn't say it, but I fear I've awoken a sleeping giant, and that is giant King Cohen, and you can look up General Yamamoto from Japan back in World War II. Hmm. I'm not sure that uh, okay. that analogy there, but... So look, they know our World War II history, but uh, I like the, baseball. I like the King Cohen stuff. I will say that it's not just offensive players, obviously, with the Yankees, as Tanaka is going to be rolled out to try Correct. to lure him here. So, Correct. I mean, that's one oversight right there by the, the caller. But, I mean, look, the Yankees have the history. They're going to pitch on that and or pitch Yamamoto on that. The Mets do have Kodai Senga presently. And apparently, you remember, because BT, there was this thought where players from Japan generally don't want to step on others' toes. Yes, meaning they don't want to Yes, they don't want to steal like Senga, their shine. Yeah, Senga's the guy here. Yep. You're going to let him be the guy with the Mets and not take away from his shine, mm-hmm. but Senga is more than willing to accommodate Yamamoto. How that factors in, I don't know. We're just going based off reports. Seems like it, it can't hurt because Senga's open to welcoming Yamamoto here. Yeah, that's the one part of it, but the other part could actually be bad for the Mets here because all the reports are 
that Yamamoto is more about the glitz and the glamour, and he wants that attention, and he wants to be you know propped up on that pedestal. Now, it doesn't mean that he'll be obscured in New York. Like, if he's with Sanga in the rotation, there's enough room for everybody to eat. But back in Japan, I don't know. Would the, would the focus, if he's with another Japanese player, that that both Japanese players aren't getting as much attention Whereas if he's the only Japanese player on the Yankees, he's getting all of it. Right, but he's he's also going to be the star of the Mets. On yeah, the Yankees, I mean, he's, he takes a backseat to not only Judge and Soto, to Garrett Cole as well. Garrett he's Cole. not even the ace. Mm-hmm. You know, could, I don't even want to. Well, what if he's not as good as we think? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We're kind of going right. on a little bit of blind. I that we've seen video and stuff. I think a lot of these times, BT, like let's just say Soto has a bad year, right? I know it's a different example, but it's an example. Let's say Soto has a bad year. You think it was a bad trade for the Yankees? No. Okay. So now I know it's a little different when you're talking about a $300 million commitment. However, it's the right move. Same way I would view Verlander and Scherzer for the Mets. Like obviously it didn't work out the way that everybody had hoped. I would do those moves over every single time. It was the right move at the right time. It didn't work out. Sometimes the results may vary. So, look, I mean, there's going to be now. The buildup to Yamamoto has gone. This is like NFL draft stuff where you're hearing a quarterback, yeah, he may go like, I don't know, 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, he may go top 10. Then it's like. Mitch Trubisky going second whatever. overall from North Car- Carolina back Carson in the day. Carson Wentz yep. and Goff, like the way that that changed. Like, Sanchez they, they go, played 12 games at USC. Yeah. So so instead of like, oh, late first rounder, oh, then top 10, then all of a sudden top pick. Yeah. The, the buildup yeah. is always good, good, but then it goes from $200 million pitcher to potentially 300 maybe more. Yeah. Now there's going to be pressure to be like, hey, he better be the best pitcher in baseball or one of them. Yeah, you can't hide. Like, that's true because, the, because Cohen's involved with his money and because the Dodgers are interested with their money and their prestige and because the Yankees are obviously taking a massive swing, this thing just keeps going up and up and up. And there will be nothing to obscure average performance. He will get crushed if he is not amazing. And that's just the way it's going to be, you know? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, we'll get back to these Yamamoto Yankee Met calls. It's starting to heat up big time. They're going to meet with the Yankees on Monday. Yamamoto's camp, and obviously Cohen flew in recently and met with Yamamoto's family. We'll get that back then in a moment, I promise. So, all right, very quickly, 
on Zach. I've got a question for Sal, then I've got a comment that I've got to get. I've got to air something. I've got to get something on my chest mm-hmm. with Zach. Number one, do you think there's anything that he can do the rest of the year to prove that he belongs on the team next season? That is a great question. I mean, it's hard because I believe in my mind that he could. The reality of this situation is, I like, it's toxic. It's time to move on for both sides. So, to answer your question directly, no. I do not think Zach Wilson can be a Jet beyond this year. Okay. I do. I'm not banking on it, but you got to remember, the GM's going to be back, and he, he drafted him. And if Zach goes on a little bit of a binge here, which I wouldn't expect, but if he does, they're going to bring him back. Oh, as the backup? You can't again? If he plays well? You know that they you will. You can't do it. You know that they no, will. No, I, I actually am giving them more credit. They cannot do it. Why would we give them credit? They haven't earned it. Credit for what? They butchered it this year. They can butcher I, it again. Dude, if they are that stupid that they are going to go into the next season with the same exact plan as this year. Like, it's one thing if you say you want to keep Salah. One thing if you're going to keep Hackett to appease Rodgers. Yep. Double down. That's fine. You cannot under any circumstance, have Zach Wilson as the backup quarterback. I'm not even going to really truly disagree because I'm pretty much with you here. But, again, this is all preface with if Zach plays well. Now, if Zach plays well, think about this, guy. Look, if he throws three touchdowns a game, dude, it's over here. Okay, no, no, just hear me out, though. You might be right, but although if he, if he plays really well, you won't be. He'll be back. But here's the question. If he plays well, you're going – they are going to want to bring him back to justify the pick. That's just how people are. Then he's got to be the third string Well, that's what I was going to say. Then he would be, okay, so he's going to be the third. That's, but if he plays well, how do you justify him as the third? Dude, that's but what I'm you saying. you can't bring it, him back it, as the second. It, it's it's got to end. Ah, it's, but now, if he plays well, it's not going to. Now, I believe that he's got the ability to potentially be a starting quarterback in this league, right? I yeah, think yeah. you and I both believe Definitely. that. It's been a disaster. He's not reading the defense right. I like I, I want to see him with the right coaching, so there's a chance that I still think he could be salvaged. No way could it ever be salvaged here, and no way, regardless of what he does the rest of the way, can you ever justify having him on the roster because he can't be the backup, and why would you have a quarterback in his fourth year as a third stringer on the team? No, you wouldn't at that point. But again, all if he plays well. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough decision for Joe because now he finally plays well if... And now you get rid of him? Well, maybe, but I get it. Well, you probably have to. Well, maybe he gets better trade value then if he plays well. Maybe. The other thing, too, this will take less time. Because I've defended him. You guys know that. I thought we got a real... That's kind of a microcosm of what, of what bothers many of us about Zach. Aside from relatively poor play throughout. Dude, can you give a little pushback with aggression to the story that basically told the entire world... Right, wrong, and I'll, I'll believe in the reporting. I'll lean on that. I, I, I can't prove to the contrary, so I'm not going to refute journalism. Like, I, Diana's very good. Zach's very good. This young man was basically positioned as a quitter. As a quitter. And yet, not once did he, this whole week was he like, that's BS, that is absolute. Like, just can you show a little... A little bite, and isn't that something that you and I always talk about? Like, it's always, yeah. like, so vanilla, so benign, interception. From goal. both him and Salah. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, like, with him, guy runs the wrong route, guy misses a block, he never never rips into somebody. Like, to me, that was partially emblematic of what's wrong with him. He's just not a dog. Yeah, that's and that's a problem because, I, I don't know about you, but I need a quarterback to be a dog. 
in some way, shape, or form, yep. you've got to show some sack. Yeah. And he didn't. He let people, he let this narrative grow. If now, he said, it, yeah, well, I want to play and I'm ready. Right, but what if he it's didn't true refute then? it the way it needed what, to be refuted. What if it's true? Like, he's lying. He, de- I mean, um, well, somebody's I, lying. I, I, right. That's what I meant. I don't mean he's lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's denying the report. You know, at that point, you still got to just, you got, then you got to lie. Well, for your well, own career. Well, no, what you're saying, even if he did say it? If he did say it or his agent made the call, he still has to look us in the eye and say, nonsense. I want to play. I didn't want to sit three See, weeks ago. I'd rather him just come out and say, yeah, I said I was reluctant, but it wasn't for the reasons you guys think. No, no, that's, that's a no, trap I'd rather door. Be, no, that's dude, a trap you door. you got to be honest. That's a trap door. That's going to be hijacked. In middle. No, it doesn't well, matter. Well, okay, but what are the reasons that are acceptable? To an average fan who busts their ass every day, traffic, tolls, taxes, weather, a Jets fan, that's, that's, that's not acceptable on any level. Like, we don't care about the nuance. All we will hear here is yeah no I how about how about coming out saying how about saying initially I was shocked by it because of the way I've been juggled around and yo-yoed here I did not think I was ever going back in to being a starter after they made me the third string quarterback so when it was initially broached to me I felt whoa wait a second I'm gonna you mean you're gonna throw me back to being a starter like maybe that was it I don't know how it was but he still would have been I would always you're right he would have but I would always recommend telling the truth because if you lie it's not a good look anyway. Some way, shape, or form, you're going to be caught. Now, I don't know who's. I don't know the reporters. I know we had Zach on the other day. Yeah. I don't care to know the reporters. No, I'm gonna, no, no. I'm going to no, take no their story. Yeah, I'm going to take their story at face value. But Zach is also denying it. So why would I think that he's lying? Like you could do the math and say, well, I would lean more toward with the reporters. Why would they make it up? But you know, also, is Zach really and the Jets are going to lie about this? And I know no, somebody's lying. Yeah, well, <laughs> somebody. bottom line, somebody is lying. But if it were me, and I did make the mistake of saying that, because if he did say it, it was a mistake. However, he said it. Yep. However, it came up. You want to own up to it and be open and honest, and you hope that there was a good reason for it. And if not, then you be honest and say, you know what? I was wrong. I said I didn't want to play. I was reluctant. I was scared. Oh, I didn't you know can't what was, see, once you, you say the word scared, you may as well go no, to the that's not true. Uh, no, go I, play in Europe somewhere. No, I think if, done. dude, he's done You're anyway. Done. I, but here. he's not done with other teams. No, if you if put, he says I'm scared, next team he goes on, they're gonna be like, dude, is this the, is this well, the so wuss if, who didn't want to play? What, this guy. Hey, at least yeah, he's being come on, at least man. he's being honest I, and accountable. I appreciate honesty. I truly do. But you there's certain situations you got you you can't be that honest. I, you did, can't I disagree. Be that I think you got to be honest. Be accountable. I'd respect it more as another team saying, you know what? I'll take a chance on him rather than him lying. Oh, what? what and again, scared is a, a weird one. Like, I don't think that that's why. I don't mean literally scared to go out there and play. But yeah, like, I'm hanging on your words literally. The, so, yeah, you know, to uh, be but, fair. But scared of the blowback again or just like further tarnishing. How about reluctant? Yeah, but that's Which the was the that initial word, by the way, yeah, right, rather than like, scared. I, and I don't, you can't use scared. I don't scared. think he was really yeah, Maybe that's not the right word. That's but, why but, I reacted. You can't use the word scared. It's all for whatever. It to say that. Re- reluctant, but because of what it could further damage my career moving forward. Like, they've already run him through. Like, he's been dragged. I understand that. He's got every reason like, to done. point you fingers. You benched me. You made me the third-string quarterback. That's it. Let's just move on. Yep, he could put them all on blast. Whatever he it is. Isn't, whatever I respect ex- that. Whatever the exact wording is, I don't care. I just want honesty. He was wrong if he felt that way, but if he's open and honest about why, maybe it wouldn't be as bad as it seems. And also, maybe people are like, you know what? Feel bad for the kid. He's been ruined here. He's how old? 21? He's 24. I mean, he's 24 years old. I know. Old. He looks like he's 19. 
24 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're allowed to be a little scared. I'm sorry. You could be a dog yep. and be big and, and, and loud. You could also be a little scared. It's okay. I agree well, with whatever. That. I'm using that word. No, but but he's, tw- he's a 24 year old kid. But there's also a lot of 24 year old kids in the NFL who are acting, you know, more like, you know, yeah. I don't want to say like men, but more mature professional athletes, oh yeah, who, by the way, are playing lights out. But have they been dragged the way that he has for three years? Well, uh, listen, I've Star, always faulted. Bench, no, no, sit, no. But he was well, well, But to be fair, and I'm not going to start defending the Jets. By the way, you like Dan Darnold. He said he's seeing ghosts. I mean. Yeah, I know. And that basically yeah. ran him out of town and made yeah. him a meme. But and I'm not too, about to exo- exonerate the Jets here. But let's be honest. When you say he's been dragged, and he has been. And I'm, trust me, I've been saying it as loudly as anybody. The Jets have ruined this young man. But let's face it. If he would have played better, he would have never been benched. Agreed. I mean, that's, that's the way it goes. Right. You know? A little healthy heaping dose of the star offseason attraction in terms of the pitching uh, front. We'll get some resolution, I would imagine, you know, in the next couple of days here. It looks like Otani's going to sign today or at least make the announcement today. Uh, I've got a question for you before we get back to the calls. Obviously, a Yankee and Met thing with Yamamoto, 877-337-6666 here on BT and Sal. I didn't hear it, so I don't want to be unfair to anybody involved. Uh, but I don't think this is a misrepres- misrepresentation of what they said. I saw some stuff on social media. So apparently the guys in the afternoon, I th- I think Sean said it first, and I think Evan agreed, I think. And if I have it off my bed, but I'm pretty sure that that was it. Certainly with Sean. That the Yankee fans shouldn't boo Juan Soto. Yeah, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah. What? Soft. What? Yeah. Wait a minute, so let me get this straight. You gave up five players. I Boom. mean, Kagashioka stinks Boom, or whatever. all the way to Queens. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different agenda. <laughs> But so forget about your investment right. in the situation. I mean, he's getting $30, $32 billion in arbitration. He is everything that they needed. He is brought in here to basically help save the Yankees. And if he's one for 21 and the Yankees are, I don't know, 9-12 to start the season, his ass is getting booed. It will. His ass will get booed. But like we talked about with Zach, and remember we had this conversation based off of what happened in Philadelphia with Trey Turner. I do think... Like, look, it's it's in me to to boo guys that don't perform, right? I do think you can do good as a fan by not booing Juan Soto in that. So you spot. agree? I I just like what I'm I'm torn on it honestly because I believe in booing a player who doesn't perform, especially with one of those expectations. And the reality is, you want to get him ready for what New York is. Yeah, yeah. However, don't you think cheering him on? encouraging him even when he's at his lowest would potentially do good and show a side of fans that this town hasn't shown. I mean, we saw that with Trey Turner right. and Phillies. And I guess if they could do yeah, that, if they could do it, we could do it. But I mean, I, I guess I, I would listen, I'm going to cut the difference. I'm going to say, no, I, I don't fully agree with that. I will be more tolerant and I don't really boo either. I'm just saying in mm-hmm. general, I'm not a booer. I boo on the radio. That's, right. that's where yeah, I get yeah, my venom right. out. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I would just, I would kick it down the road, like, rather than jumping on him. Remember when the Yankee fans boot stand at opening day? Yeah. He struck out four or five yeah, times. Five I'm times, like, what yeah. are we doing, man? Like, I, I got our Yankee fans, and that, that's their right. But um, I, I guess I would have more patience. But to say here's, that he gets a 162-game pass is is ridiculous. Here, Here's the thing. Booing is actually a sign of affection. Uh, I don't know about that. It I mean, is. The Ed Whitson, Carlos Rodon. Well, uh, we were both. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know well, about that. Well, would stand on opening day with Juan Soto, like, do you, with Francisco Lindor with the Mets, like, do you think Mets fans hate Francisco Lindor or hated Francisco Lindor? I think the first year they really, when they were booing him, they were booing him. But, with the thumbs down why, and all that why nonsense. Why were they booing him? 
Well, they were booing him because of production, but more so. No, but because they well forget well, the, the thumbs little down. union uh, with Baez. That no, that to me that was born but, out of like well, you're, you're screwing the us. That that was after the fact. I'm talking about the initial boos. Same with the, Randall with the thumbs down. Like we were booing him not because of performance, well, but because different. he was disrespecting us. That's different. I'm talking about the performance based boos. Okay, it all comes from a place of love. The Yankee fan wants Juan Soto to dominate. They want him to do well. Met fans wanted Lindor to do well. If you don't do well and live up to the expectations. Generally, we boo to let you know that this is not acceptable, but we want to love you. We want to cheer you. Give us something to cheer you about. So mm. it's just that we care. It's not that, ah, oh, this guy sucks. Get him out of here, especially for staying on opening day. Okay, so if you're so saying. Let me say something. Yamamoto, say he goes to the Mets. Yep. He has a bad start. Ooh. You think it's good for the Mets fan to boo Yamamoto? No. So why is it different no. than from Juan Soto after a few weeks? Well, no, no. Well, well, first of all, they're not exactly the same situation. You said opening day for the Mets. Now, well, I mean, if he goes three and a third and 79 pitches, six walks, you know, seven hits, a three-run bomb, and the Mets are losing 8-1, and he walks off the mound, I'm not going to have an issue if he hears some booze. Uh, yeah. uh, now, I wouldn't recommend going like, with that visceral, like, vicious venomous, any more V words I can come yeah. up with, venomous, you know, outlash. And I, I wouldn't do that. But opening day is different than if Juan Soto's hitting 243 in July. You don't get a season-long pass. All right, well, let's say Yamamoto struggles his first two months in the big leagues with the Yankees. Yankee fans going to boo him? Was that your concession that he's coming to the Bronx? Oh, I'm just giving you we're talking about the Yankees. Uh, By the way, I an can't... update on that. I, I think we rehashed it, but I have a couple of things before we get back to the call. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I wouldn't boo him, but I, I know some people will. I know they will. Yeah, I think you got it. There's got to be some kind of grace period. Mm-hmm. Frustration, sure. I also think we need to evolve. All kidding aside. I know it's ironic coming from me, but we do need to evolve as sports fans and maybe take it easy, especially initially. I I believe in booing. Like, it's just something that if you want to voice your opinion as a fan, you should be allowed to do whatever the hell you want. So if you want to boo, go ahead and boo. But if you actually think about it for a second, we what result do we want? We all want the same result. The player wants to do well. The fan wants the player to do well. Mm-hmm. How do you think is best to get to that result? Together. To have the player loose and comfortable rather than feeling the pressure of the booze. So, so no, I know, I know where like you're going. Just, I don't disagree fundamentally like, based on the way me, the mind works. Yeah, it's I hard hear for me you. to wrap my mind around it because it's always like, oh, well, I never thought of it like that. I just go to a game, and if you don't perform, you boo, and we expect you to turn around with some tough love. That's what we're about as mm-hmm, a city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tough love. That's how I was raised. Tough love. Yeah. It was no, oh, my dad never, oh, it's okay, I love you, you'll be fine. It was get your ass up yep. and go do what you got to do. Go mow the lawn. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Get the job. Like, that's just how it is. So we're in New York. I think that's a lot of what we do, tough love. However, the other way might might work better. I mean, if it was up to me, and again, I don't boo because, again, I mean, I, I say this, I'm laughing, but really my ability to boo, if you will, is when I open up this mic. Right, same thing. You like, I'm I mean? not going to a game. Yeah. Generally. Now, if I am if I was a lawyer a or beers, you know, you doing, know. <laughs> doing whatever else I would be doing, <laughs> a few surf yeah. sides. Uh, be careful those things. Uh, you know, oh, really, really taste those, they go down. Be, yeah, be, be doing more booty. Be streaking. <laughs> oh, is that Lakata streaking? Uh, but I mean, so I get to I get to air my grievances professionally, which which right. is cool. But if I was a lawyer and I'm going to 12, 15 Yankee games, I got a season or Knicks or whatever, and somebody's not rotating on defense or somebody's not protecting the rim or somebody hits a six four three double play, and if he would have busted out of the box at a big spot. You know, he would have been safe. Instead, he loafs it. Or if he pimps and poses, it hits the wall. that gets thrown out in second like Donaldson and Gleyber Torres have done. To me, the, you should only boo when there's either a lack of effort or a lack of focus. Like, that's generally my right. booing rule. 
uh, for the most part. I do think we just need to evolve as fans and consider another way. What um, you had there before. Yeah, just yep. real quick yep. before yep. we get back to the call. So, and again, I don't know if this is old news or not, but I just saw a post on Instagram and just some some short bites from the Andy Martino column. Mets now seem better positioned to land Yoshinobu Yamamoto. The Yanks have a strong desire to land Yamamoto and a willingness to show the evil, evil empire levels of financial aggressiveness. The Yanks have long been um, the favorite over the Mets to sign Yamamoto, but the Cohen-Stearns trip seemed to level the playing field. That's mm-hmm. all according to SNY's Andy Martin. So the first few words, the, the Mets are, are, pre- are more prepared. What was the the play on words? It was the first part of that. The Mets are more... Uh, the Mets are better positioned. Better positioned. Okay. So you can interpret that one of two ways. And I'm going to tell you... They've uh, leveled the playing field well, with the trip is basically... Yes. What. When, when I hear the Mets are better positioned, now I think some people, and I get it, based on want more than reality, uh, or at least what I perceive to be reality. I think it's close, but I do think it'd be a Yankee. Better position, I could see that. I could say, oh, the Mets are better positioned mm-hmm. than the Yankees. No, what I think that... No, that they're really, better positioned. No, I know, yeah. but I think some people will take the... What I, I hear that, I'm like, okay, if he didn't fly out there, have they no had no chance. Right. So the fact that he did that, they're better positioned than they mm-hmm. were. Correct. But it's still coming down to, you know, mm-hmm. I maybe flip a coin, maybe slightly more Yankees, whatever. Eight, maybe some people think slightly more Mets. 877-337-6666. Anthony's in Middletown. What's going on, Ant? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey BT, um, did I hear you correctly before when you said the Mets are only in on Moto because of, of the Yankees? Uh, actually, my my uh, my engineer was talking to me in my ear. I'm sorry, I just heard Yamamoto Yankees Mets. What was your exact no, question? No, I was saying was your point was your point before about the Mets being in on Moto only to flex against the Yankees? No. Oh, okay, because that's what I thought you had said. No, like, no. I don't think uh, I heard that either. No. I've said a lot of things. I don't right. think I, I know I haven't said that. No, the Mets, first of all, the Mets, they, they have they really have the remnants right now, Anthony, I'm sure that you would agree with this, of a of a top 20 staff in baseball. Right now, the Mets yeah, no, pitching need, staff is need, horrendous. They need Yamamoto. They're right. rebuilding, and they need a 25-year-old ace. So there you go. I, little, I, I must have misheard you that. If, if, anything, if anything, the Yankees are doing it to try to prove a point that maybe they will not be outdone by King Cohen. Now stop. The Yankees are doing it to try to get the best one-two combination well, of baseball they need to win the World Series. Do they need an ace? But you need a second one. I'm not trusting no, You don't need a second one. Why not? Oh, what do you mean you're not trusting Rodon? That's the guy Cashman just went out and got. That doesn't mean I'm trusting him. Don't, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, and he ain't skinny. You don't need two aces. Yankees don't need him. The Mets he, he better not look this uh, – I don't want to get personal here. He better not – that must – got to get – Rodon? The, the mustache yeah. has to go. Yeah. He he. The way that the top three buttons were open on his jersey, he just looked like a slob. <laughs> now, if you look like David Wells and you're doing right. what David Wells was doing – Different story. That's yeah. a little different. You better not look like that and pitch like that. Kevin's up in Kingston, BT and Sal on the fan. What's going on, Kev? Hey, guys. How's it going? Love oh, the show. Thanks, Thank you. Kev. What's, up, Kev? What's cooking, dude? Every, I, I listen to you guys at work, and every day from 10 to 2, I need some energy, and you guys deliver every day. It's, it's awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. So I have, I have a question for Sal. Mm-hmm. Sal, where can the uh, 2015 Mets go mm-hmm. to get their participation trophy? Mm. Because you bring that point up every day. Yeah, it really it's, does. It's kind of Kevin, crazy, let me ask you. I mean, the, the, the Yankees won in 06. They won. Six years earlier, oh nine rather. Oh nine, yes. Six years earlier, right? But let me ask you something. Why do you think I bring okay. that up every day? <laughs> Just because it's all you got. It's yes. all I've got. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. You nailed it. Yes. It's all I have. I know that. I know it means nothing. <laughs> they lost the World Series. I'm not an idiot. It's all they've given me. It's the only right. thing. It's one of the only things that I could say the Mets have over the Yankees. The other is King Cohen, and that may be taken away from me next week. So in 2015, <laughs> that's it. All right, man. I'll give you a pass then. 
That's Thank a good you for try, the call, Kev. Kev. I like how you uh, Thanks, you know you answered the question quickly. By the way, your boy plays up in Marist. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he plays for Marist. He's a uh, he's a sophomore. He made a first team All Freshman in the MAC last year, and uh, he loves it. Wow, can you, you you okay saying the last name so I can check him out? His name's Ethan Conrad. Okay, awesome. You gonna be at the first pitch dinner? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll meet you. I'm actually the guest speaker. I'll meet you up there. I'd, I'd love to say hi to you, man. I'm oh, we'll, we'll say more than hi. We'll have uh, we'll have a nice conversation. Thanks for the call, Kev. That yeah. sounds great, man. You got it, pal. All right, there you go. And maybe you guys could exchange uh, participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I we were when I, when I was at Marist, we didn't even get part. Did we? Because yeah. we, 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 that would imply that we came in second. They didn't get out any trophies yeah. for finishing seventh. <laughs> All right, so listen, th- he's right. You go to the well a lot, and it's not it's even a It's all I have. Well, and, and it is actually factual. Like, I, no, I, I agree. You know, It's not a manipulation of fact, but it is a little bit of a distortion of the reality. You didn't win. But they got there. The Yankees okay. had – here's the reality. Forget the Mets. You're right. Let's forget the Mets for a second. The Yankees haven't been to a World Series unless they bought tickets since 2009. <laughs> Do I ever reference 2001? Broken bat base hit. Do I have a reference? No. 2003 Marlins. You don't have to win. You don't have to. I don't have to, but you know, I don't. Right. So let's talk about every year since 2009 that has been the World Series has been without the Yankees. Well, I mean, first of all, if the Astros didn't cheat. They, they, this conversation oh, if, would be so different. If, if, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, they cheated. Yeah. Oh, like the Yankees never Buzzer cheated. Time. Yankees. Nope. Oh, Yankees, clean. Yankees had no steroid guys. Spinach and broccoli. Yankees have any steroid guys in 2000? Zero. <clears throat> Roger Clemens. None. Yankees had none. No none. steroid guys. Just Ste- to name one. By broccoli. The way. Yeah. And kale. 2009. No juicers. Nope. Yeah, Cleans sure. a whistle. Right. <laughs> just like Piazza. Yeah. Is Mike doing anything? I don't know. We're just gonna throw a yeah. random round. I don't know. Was was Mike clean? Hey, I, I, mean, I, I don't know. At least I know this. They may not have been clean, but there was no cheating in 1986. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they were doing lines like they yeah, were going they out of style. They were doing steroids. Coming over at 5 in the morning, missing parades. Signs. I hear you. Might have been stealing some women. Or... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, well. <sighs> Can you believe Doc missed the parade? Yeah. That's so sad. we got to get Doc. Mm. I want Doc and Daryl in studio. Couldn't. By the way, I'd love to get Donnie in studio. Like that, wouldn't that be a fun interview? I know he can't do it probably because oh, he's... It would be amazing. I mean... Doc and Daryl actually could happen. Get them in true. studio. Yeah. Have them coming out in the office, shoot some hoops, look I at their posters to. up on the wall. I'd love to. I mean, I've, we both talked to both of them. I think I can make Doc Many happen times. at some point. You got any cash on you? Cash? Yeah, we'll, we'll put in like we a little... buy them out? No, probably not, cash? but just in case. Like, I want you know, mean? I, you know, <laughs> going to the show buy pool. guest here, though? What are oh, you talking Stop you in. Stop. I'm not <laughs> giving them anything. I'll give them the forum <laughs> to promote whatever they're promoting. Buy them lunch? I'll buy them lunch. I'll definitely buy them lunch. Although... You know, without getting into details, we, we might have a little something down the road. You, me, and Dwight Gooden, which could be a whole lot of fun. Ooh, all right, looking we'll forward see, to that. We'll yeah. You know about it. You know, just can't divulge anything yet. Not official. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did